Mike Kimber from Lions Nations Unite. Also, you can see Mike on YouTube. Uh, Micro Mike, uh, he's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Let's get his thoughts on the game yesterday. That, that was start to finish, just a phenomenal. I don't care if you're a Lions fan or not, that was a great NFL game. That was one of the best games that I've seen in a very long time, reminiscent of when the Lions played the Dallas Cowboys, where Stafford jumped over the line in Detroit, as well as winning at Dallas. It's one of those statement games. Really good showing by this offense. Proud of my 7-2 and two Detroit Lions. So moving forward, you get the Bears on Sunday. I mentioned the short week, but it's Green Bay. Packers, you know, had a shot, had a final play to the end zone through a pick. Uh, love is still a work in progress. They have a decent defense. Lions really have a chance here in this short, you know, 10, 11 day window to be a nine and two team come Thanksgiving evening. 100%. Right now, Lions are heavy favorites versus the Chicago Bears who don't have an identity. The Green Bay Packers, they continue to lose and regress offensively. The Detroit Lions legitimately could be 9-2 and two after the Thanksgiving Day mm. game, setting themselves up to be the number one seed with this schedule. The Saints, after that, is not looking too good. The Lions are sitting very good right now in the NFL. What did you like about yesterday that caught you off guard? Uh, you know, they were, you know, six and two going in. They had the bye week. They they look like they have fresh legs early compared to the Chargers who had the short week turnaround. That's why I expected the Lions to score a lot of points. But uh, on the plus side, what did you like about what you witnessed yesterday? Maybe that you didn't see coming to that level. One thing I thought is that the Chargers defensive line would give the Lions offensive line some headaches because you have Joey Bosa, you have Khalil Mack, the premier pass rushers in the NFL. The complete dominance by the Detroit Lions offensive line against them shocked me. Not only could they not get to Justin Herbert, they're one of the best run-stopping defense in the NFL. The Lions rushed for 200 yards on them. The dominance of the offensive line shocked me, and if you can play like like that game in and game out, you can beat anybody in the NFL. That that line was stout. Graham Glasgow played well at the guard position. Jonah, happy for him to be back. It was fantastic. Gibbs and Montgomery together uh, on that roster. Laporta, uh, even Jamo with a great block down the field, uh, a great grab. I just. Uh, when I think about this team, and it's nothing against Holmes or any assistant coach or coordinator, anybody on that roster, but the job Brad Holmes has done in building this Lions team to where they are today, just amazing. It's just amazing. You get you get David Montgomery. A lot of people were upset that we didn't get Jamal Williams, but he's an absolute upgrade over him. Not only can he get those small you know, three, four yards you need to get, but he can show it. He can go 75 yards for a touchdown. Who you expect to be the, the short yardage guy can do it big. And then Jameer Gibbs, a lot of people doubted the Lions draft him at the 12th pick. Looks like one of the best running backs in the NFL who can break anything, averaging 5.52 touchdowns the lions built by brad holmes just is amazing to see what he has done in three years with this team and the outlook looks fantastic with all the players on this roster 53 down it's just amazing yeah they are set up mike and micro mike from youtube also 
uh, Mike Kimber, part of the Lions Nation, unite with Herman Moore and the crew. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line, talking about the Lions and that win over the Chargers. They're not only set up for what could be a Super Bowl celebration, as Tony Romo said at the end of the broadcast, this is a team that could win the Super Bowl, but they're, they're with the youth connected to this team and the salary cap not being overbearing, they're set up for a good five-year window, minimum. Oh, absolutely. And they're setting themselves up to be a franchise, to be contenders for years and years, not a one-year type of football team. If you look at the contracts that give up the free agents, generally it's a one- or a two-year deal, so it doesn't hamper them going forward. And when they draft, they're hitting on all the draft picks, round one through undrafted free agents. You're having contributors from players whom you never would think about that in franchise past. Jerry Jacobs, undrafted guy, being the number two cornerback for the Lions right now. Brock Wright, Brock Wright getting a touchdown needed on the play-action pass. It is amazing to see how Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell assembled this roster. And like you said, this is not a one-year thing, folks. The Lions going to be good for a long time. What about Campbell? Uh, just From the start, good, good and bad, but for the most part, good this year and good at the end of last year. Uh, going forward on fourth down. Now, th- there is a side of me that says, come playoff time, you're going to need a 52, 53-yard field goal. You're not going to be able to score at will or convert every fourth down, but at least in yesterday's game, again, he sends a message that we can do it on fourth down. Well, if you look at what Dan Campbell's looking at, he, see, he sees our offense as a strength, specifically in this game. So why not go for it when you know the defense gave up five consecutive touchdowns? Let's go ahead, get the first down, and either we go to overtime or we win the game. And I love that he went for it in this game because if you look at the Chargers, Justin Herbert can score on you like that. And he says, you know what? We're going to have to play aggressive so we can win this game. We're not playing for overtime. We're playing to win. And he threw the dice out there, and it worked. And him as a coach during game day has excelled every single year from year one to yesterday's game. He's getting better. He's doing better with timeouts, in-game decisions, and he's becoming one of the better coaches on Sundays. Mike Kimber, uh, Lions Nation Unite, also Micro Mike on YouTube, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess I'm talking about the Lions bumping to 7-2 and two with that impressive victory on the road uh, in Los Angeles. If there is a negative, and I know Campbell told the team, don't worry about any negatives. Wins are hard to get. I get that, but uh, Herbert just had too much time to throw in my mind. 100%. And this is why we talked about the trade deadline acquiring a talent at the edge position that can get to the quarterback. Because right now it's Aiden Hutchinson and then others. And the others are not getting done. And Aiden Hutchinson is getting double teamed. And when that happens, you're allowing the quarterback to sit back there. And regardless of what you have in the secondary, a quarterback will pick you apart. They need to get better at the edge position. James Houston is expected to come back in December. Remember him last year as a rookie getting eight sacks. So if he can come back and contribute, that will help in a playoff run for sure. You can see Chase Young on the even how he helped Bosa in a Niners defense that was already good, but the Niners were reeling. Now you put guys on both edge and look how rattled and the numbers didn't lie for Lawrence when the Niners went to Jacksonville and just hammered a pretty darn good offense. 
And again, it's a testament to the trenches, not just the offensive line, but you've got to have a dominate defensive line. And when you have that, it's very difficult for opposing quarterbacks to continue to drive or be patient. They get worried. They think they're going to get hit. Maybe they throw the football just a half a second early, resulting in a bad pass or a tip or an interception. That's what a good pass rush does. And hopefully after this season, maybe they go into the NFL draft and free agency and build upon that defensive line and help out Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, I know they're trying a lot of different things, moving up linebackers a little closer to line of scrimmage, and I get that. But, man, if I – again, I'm not playing Ned negative. I'd like to see uh, opposite of Hutch more pressure on the QB, and I'd like to have a, a long kicker that could kick 50-plus. I, I know I'll get Patterson Love nailed it. Uh, you could see him. He said he was saying a prayer to himself – but I'm telling you, come playoff time, you're going to need a 50, 55-yarder to tie a game, win a game late. You need that. 100%. And you want to have that faith that you can get a kicker that can nail the big kick like we've used to in Detroit, right? We have been great when it comes to kickers. you got Jason Hansen and just continue on uh, of this team having good kickers. And like you said, when you're going against a really good team, playoff teams like the Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Seahawks, Philadelphia Eagles, you need to be perfect, not perfect, but very talented on all three phases, special teams, offense, and defense. And kicker, look, they can make a game and they can they can lose a game. And you've seen Riley Patterson win the game. So it, when a playoff game comes and it's a 54-55 yarder, you want to be able to be comfortable with the kicker. Mike Kimber, uh, we're comfortable with him. Uh, Lions, Nations, Unite. Uh, you can look for that on YouTube. Also, uh, Mike uh, Kimber on YouTube, Micro Mike, uh, checking in on the Lions, going to 7-2. and two. Bears on Sunday in downtown Detroit. Green Bay on Thanksgiving Day, 9-2. and two. Man, think about that. Wow, unbelievable. Uh, that game, start to finish, loved it. Mike, appreciate your huge opinions. We'll talk soon. Awesome. You have a great day. Go Lions. All right. He didn't say one pride.